to another mini episode of Hold My Popcorn. We're not making fun of movies today. Instead, we're going to be talking about steroids. Yes. So, yeah. Steroids in baseball is as American as apple pie or tax cuts for billion dollar corporations. And since we're currently in our baseball movie month, we figured we'd give you some extra content and discuss our individually handpicked steroid fantasy baseball teams. But a, to, to be clear, this is extra content that no one wants. Yes. No one's asked for it, but we're going to give it to you anyway. We're going to rape you with our content, right, mm-hmm. Preble? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can't even get through baseball. Talk about hookers here. I mean, this is like one part where it'd be appropriate, or drugs. Any of the other things we've talked about. I mean, we could go through our all-rape team after this if you wanted. Ooh, now we're oh. talking. That's have to probably oh, move to the NFL well, for that one. That lead-off, Mike Preble. Dun, bun, bun. <laughs> That's the show, guys. I think I need to do this so early. But here we are. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, but before we actually uh, get into it, I just want to give a little background for all of our UK, Ireland, Australia, and non-American listeners. The player strike happened in 1994. They let the Major League Baseball cancel in the World Series. And once the strike ended in 95, a lot of the fans didn't come back. And um, actually looking into it, attendance dropped by 20% in 1995. Just millions and millions of people just didn't come back. But in 98, you had the Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire home run chase that saved baseball. But then three years later, Barry Bonds had to rain on everyone's steroid parade by gaining 50 pounds of muscle, two hat sizes, and smashing 73 dingers in less than 480 at-bats. So that's when you can say people got suspicious. And that's America for you, folks. Mm-hmm. Good old red-blooded, fried chicken, red meat baseball. The thing that the fried chicken and red meat has is also steroids, so it does work. That's why That's why I'm so buff. <laughs> Tim's really concerned. Why isn't my all-steroid diet via fried chicken working? Yeah. I haven't gained any muscle. But then the shit hit the fan in 2005 when Jose Canseco wrote a tell-all book about steroids that led to congressional hearings. And then he had the Mitchell Report a year or two later that named countless superstars who tested positive for steroids. But with that said, we all made our own individual teams and we're going to break them down right now. Uh, just as a heads up, not all these players were found guilty of using performance enhancers, but um, others were either accused or were just obvious users who maybe fell under the radar. And I'd like I'd like to say, Max, that all these players have been found guilty in the court of Tim. <laughs> <laughs> the court of Tim, which has no agency over anything, has found these people guilty. The court of Tim <laughs> is a pretty violent place. It's, it's a like- very violent place. Think of Game of Thrones times a million. And then throw Nick Cage in there. And that's like the corner. 
Court of Tim. I was thinking Judge Dredd. Court of Tim involves a lot of prima nocta. Judge Dredd was like uh, a lot of prima nocta. That's basically what all it is. I find you guilty. I'm going to deflower your daughter. <laughs> How are we doing, Prebs? Doing great, gang. How's the meter going, Prebs? Baseball? Ready to, ready to baseball it up again? Wants to talk about baseball. All right, starting a catcher. Who wants to go first? <laughs> So um, no one's gonna volunteer. I'll, I'll, I'll step I'll up. I'll go first. Okay, prep. All right. Up. So I've got. So I picked. I picked Pudge Rodriguez. I picked mm-hmm. Yvonne Rodriguez as my guy, just because. It, but it's interesting because when I looked at his stats, he was still like, he's pretty consistent. But that's this is one of the weird things I thought about this. Either like they remain consistent for too long, and they're too good for too long, especially for like a catcher. Like yeah. Yvonne Rodriguez, a catcher for like a hundred years, and he was still like, deep, like serviceable by the end. And yeah, he was just too good, too strong, too fat. I mean, the fact that the fact that Pudge Rodriguez could catch for as long as he did, and his knees didn't literally blow into center field, means he did HGH and steroids. Unbelievable. Also, the fact that his nickname was Pudge, and then he went to the Marlins, and he was like shredded. Yeah. 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 So, so here's the thing, right? So he basically played from '91 to 2011. So he played from '19. To 39. So he started out young, mm-hmm. yes. But for fuck's sake, anybody who watches any catcher, they like they age like twice as fast as any other baseball player because sure. they just sit behind and they just get fucking nailed and wailed on the whole time. And he was perfectly fine, perfectly good. Basically was making all regularly making all-star teams until he was like 35 for a catcher. He's like out of control. Here, here's a fun fact. I once played baseball with a guy. I won't say his name over the air. But uh, he, he took the nickname Pudge, and he was actually a pretty good catcher, but um, insufferable douchebag. And uh, he had, and I don't, I can't recall the, the Bible verse offhand, but he had, out of the Ten Commandments, the Bible verse from Thou Shalt Not Steal on <laughs> his helmet. What a douche. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he went by the name Pudge. Uh, yeah. That's, I like that's this guy. <laughs> we need to get him on the podcast. No, yeah, no. I really like this guy. <laughs> he's, he's he's clinically bipolar. That's oh, not a perfect. joke. That's a real statement. He is oh, clinically dear. bipolar. Now I feel bad. <laughs> like I, feel him, bad. I like him even more. <laughs> By the way, Preble, I just looked at Pudge's numbers. In, in the 99th season, he also stole 25 bases as a fucking that's catcher. A fucking yeah. catcher. But yeah, but that's that's Pudge. That's my guy. So Mine so. was... Uh, Hey, you guys remember that one year that Paul LaDuca was good? Paul LaDuca? Yeah. Remember I do that, remember that, that one, one year. That one year? I'll tell you why you remember that one year. <laughs> it's because in 2001, he hit 25 dingers, and he never hit more than 13 in any other season. So <laughs> that's why you remember that Paul LaDuca was good for that one year. And that's why you remember that Paul LaDuca took steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Paul is like 5'1". I, I feel like if I were to walk into a room of baseball historians and I just said Paul LaDuca, they'd be like... Hmm, who'd he play for again? Was he I a don't chef? fucking know. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he, he actually is the uh, the current owner of Lou Malnati's Chicago-style pizza in Chicago, <laughs> Paul Duca. He had 320 that year, too. That was all catchers. No. Catchers Just really he only hit 80 home though. runs in his career. Exactly. That's and what 25 I was were in one year. Over a 10-year career, he hit 80 
I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be real. I feel like we, we've dedicated enough time to Paula Duca. I feel like it's time to move Fair on. Fair enough. I feel like we've said way too much about someone who is incredibly anonymous. <laughs> so I, I know I know Tim's. So I'm gonna jump ahead of him first. Um, so mine is another one. Just who's that again? Todd Huntley. Remember that guy? Oh yeah. So here's his four years prior to juicing his home run totals per season: seven, eleven, sixteen. 15 and then 41 and 30. <laughs> and then his last three seasons, his batting average was 187, 211, and 182. And then he retired a year. They started testing for, for steroids. <laughs> you know what, man? There's one thing I've got to say. Steroids are my favorite baseball player. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just like ESPN said, chicks dig the long ball and dicks dig the steroids. <laughs> I mean, honestly, who, who gives a shit? It's like, it's, there's, you're not hurting anybody in baseball. It's yeah, entertainment. People are, getting, people are getting all butthurt about the the records. It's like you know what, man, fuck it. They were they were also playing with dead balls back in the day, and fucking yeah, and only white know. people were allowed to play. <laughs> hey, now that kind of eliminates a lot of the. Uh, if you look at baseball right now, can you imagine a league of just only the white guys playing? Oh boy, man! Yeah, Max, man. Max, Good Max, really, you're really asking for it here. <laughs> <laughs> Perilously close, so we need to get we need to get back on to Hunley ASAP. <laughs> yeah, he Otherwise, just we're gonna, Paco's going to be talking, and Paco's going to be keep talking. That's my very concern about what's going to happen. All right, Tammy, how about you? So my guy, uh, a lot of people are going to say, "How does this guy fall into the category of steroids and performance enhancing <laughs> drugs?" But I will prove to you by the end of this that he is probably the prime suspect in it. Uh, so my choice for catcher is Yogi Berra. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now I will argue, I will argue that maybe there weren't steroids back in Yogi's day, but he definitely hoovered up more fucking Colombian marching powder than anyone in the goddamn, <laughs> in the goddamn world in this time. And I will challenge you, not that I have any experience with this, mind you, but cocaine is definitely a performance enhancing drug. <laughs> His pupils were as wide as the ball. He was fucking seeing that thing from a mile away. Now, Yogi Bear was 5'7", 185 pounds, and he hit 358 home runs in his career. Do you want to know what? I don't know what the fuck he was taking, but a 5'7", 185-pound person doesn't hit 358 home runs. And so, has some of the, the greatest quotes in MLB history. Yogiism. Which realistically actually plays to Tim's theory here. Yeah, that Yogi okay. was coked up because he was yep. just coked out of his mind and was just rambling on about nonsense. That shit Tim, was legal back then. You could buy Tim, it. You in. know what? You you challenged us and you said that you were going to prove to us that Yogi Bear did did some performance enhancing drug. And by golly, I'm on your side of the fence now. Preble's glad <laughs> that I'm on, on his side of the fence. That's. Yeah, I, say, that's <laughs> I don't need any. You know, good fences make good neighbors, Paco. So you stay the fuck over there. <laughs> here, and I think we'll all be fine. This is also amazing, Yogi Berra. He played 19 years and he only struck out 414 times in his entire career. Those are the, that's the pupils. (laughs) (laughs) I can see it. All right, moving into first base. Who's up? Uh, Well, Tim went last. So, Tim, you want to lead us off here? No pun intended. Sure. Yeah. So, my my first base choice was uh, none other than Mark Teixeira, uh, Mm. also known as. uh, 
Sloth on steroids, Sloth and Laguni <laughs> on steroids. If you take a look at a Mark Teixeira uh, picture, he has a striking resemblance to Sloth. Um, Mark, uh, Mark's well known for having a piece of shit wife who said that she didn't want to live in Boston. Um, makes me want to drown her in a fucking bucket of water. Uh... Mark had a, a reasonably consistent career, but I will say that someone who looks like that and ran as goofily as that <laughs> should not have hit, uh, what does he have? 409 home runs. Jesus. 409 yeah. home runs. God, the pictures, if you just Google Mark Teixeira, like that's just, he looks like he's on the spectrum. Yes. Totally on the spectrum. Say, he looks like Mr. Ed. <laughs> For mine, they're all, it's like, this is like the all underrated steroid team, so they're not going to be superstars. So the next one is Brad Fulmer for me. Just oh, Google that guy. The legendary Fulmer. Brad Fulmer. He Jesus was Christ. probably the most roided up player in the history of baseball. Like his pictures, if you look at his pictures online, they're oh, kind of yeah. like the before and after pictures of Captain America. <laughs> it kind of is. Oh, and he had, he had a, a lengthy career. Yes, he Seven did. Seven years. Eight years. In and out. He had one year, yeah. he had one good season, and then uh, he kind of just disappeared off the face of the planet. Yeah, yeah look at God. that. He, uh, there, was a, there was a year he played 140 games and hit 13 home runs, and a year he played 133 games and hit 32 home runs. He was okay. ginormous, though. Like, I mean, he looked like a linebacker playing baseball. Yeah, he's a monster. Just looking at his pictures. Yeah. Dude, his picture looks like he's ready to kill you. Yeah. He's like, hey, what's up? I'm super angry all the time. It's like, oh, okay. If you go into baseball reference, they have, like, his, him in, like, uh, like a semi-pro baseball <laughs> outfit. I'm yeah, assuming no. because no, those are the, the that's, that's the Blue Jays. That's the Blue Jays jerseys for, like, a year. Yeah. yeah. Remember, they did it for, like, a couple years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. It looks like. It fucking it, it, looks it, like the fucking Wichita Wichita horrible. Ramblers or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's not even a real yeah. team, folks. Yeah. I just made Wichita it up. Ramblers. Yeah. No, no, no. I like it. I like that team. Ugh. He hit 114 home runs. Not a lot of home runs for someone who hit 32 in a year. Let's, let's, take, that a time, big. let's take a second to recognize that this is the only podcast that each of us have actually done research for. <laughs> and that we are First actively time doing research for... During the podcast. You can hear everyone clicking away rapidly. <laughs> I know. To get the data. Oh, my I, God. This is great, man. Just think about how productive we could be if we actually gave a fuck. <laughs> I'm texting you guys pictures of Brad Fulmer shirtless at the same time as we're talking. Oh. All right. Let's take a break here, Max. Um, <laughs> I'll be back in about I'll be back in about 90 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right, who's up next? So I'll go next uh, because this one is just like a personal favorite of mine just because I think he's such a smug sack of shit. Uh, Rafael Palmero mm-hmm. has to be has to be on there. I, I never remember, took steroids, period. Period. Finger Ever. wagging. Yeah, exactly. Finger point. Take that. Oh, except for that you. one time? <laughs> except for that 100 times when I was projected to be like a solid, like at best, like consistent, consistently going to hit doubles guy and then went from... That I, let's see, I hit three home runs, 14, 8, 8, 14, 26, 22, 37, 23, 39, 39, 39, 38, you know, as he enters yeah. his, you know, late mid-30s. 
What did what, he, he try to come back like two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, he did. And he was and cranking. And he realized, oh, they're checking for steroids now. <laughs> yeah. Mm, this might not work well for old Raphael. He's no, one of the few players, though, ever. He has 3,000 hits and 500 home runs. Yeah. No, I mean, his numbers are kind of, his numbers are out of control. Yeah. I mean, for yeah. an average season, he's oh. hitting 33 home runs, over 100 RBIs. He's got like a 280-something average, 288 average, right? Like, he's OPS, wow. Like, right? Like, he was really, but that's what's crazy. Like, his best years in his career, like, look at the bottom. I know. It's like he's 35, he's hitting 39 home runs, 36, hitting 47, 43. You know, it's like, this is out of control. Only, like, the last couple of years, once they were like, uh-oh, steroids he then he only starts to drop off but basically he was ripping home runs starting consistently at like 30 probably his i'm so baseball reference by the way this entire episode is brought to you by baseball reference the best website on the on the planet (laughs) from the age of 30 to 38 his average was 285 with 41 home runs and 121 runs batted in he averaged 41 homers after he turned 30 yeah that's what i'm saying like he only (laughs) not possible Dude, he had 37 home runs once before he turned 30. He was 28. Everything else was like low 20s, right? That's like a, you know, that's like a good person, right? And it's like, oh, okay, they had like 20 home runs, and, you know, they'll they'll do well. You know, like that's who he should have been. Wait. And then he was like, wait, what about steroids? Hold and on then, a second. Hold on a second. Max, mm-hmm. by you bringing that information to my attention, I just realized that I could pull your, like a, a period of their career. Yeah. On baseball you can highlight it. Whoa. Yeah, you can Is that amazing? It. It's awesome, right? Damn, technology is a wonderful thing. Wait, how do you do that? So you just highlight it. And yeah, drag you just it click. Down. Just click, or no, like you just click on the box of whatever season. If you want to just go like ninety-five to 03, just click ninety-five and then click 03, and it'll just highlight all of it. Oh my yeah. god, is that amazing? Wow. It's the best website ever. I love Baseball <laughs> as, Reference. As, as we learn, we learn so much. Oh my god! Reference. But here's what here's something point. from I'm going to use this new tool that Max is uh, showing <laughs> from. So I'm going to exclude his rookie season. In 86, but I'm going to include 87. <laughs> I'm going to say. I just, I just love hearing everybody click around. Yeah. So from 90, God damn it. Hold on. Good content. Anyways. So in 1990, he had 14 home runs. In 91, he had 26. 92, he had 22. In 93, he had a lot of years that was pretty mediocre. Yeah. So I was reading the Conseco book too, and Conseco joined the Rangers in '93, and that's when his numbers went up from 22 to 37. <laughs> Coincidence? I think. Hey, I think hey guys, guys, you want to know something that I think is pretty funny? This is supposed to be a mini episode, and we're <laughs> two know. positions in, and we're God 30 minutes in. <laughs> Fuck. But I will say before we, before we move on, Rafael Palmero again from 2000 to 2005, so from age 35 to 40. He hit 208 home runs. <laughs> 208. Are you insane? Like, this Fuck guy should be here. dead. I know, exactly. Fuck Get out, out of here. here. It's ridiculous. But, I mean, so yeah, and just him him in Congress, he can go straight to hell. That's honest. <laughs> I actually had two. I had to, I've got to at least mention this guy because no one else picked him. You got to fucking mention Mark McGuire. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. my, I, I actually Mac. have an interesting story. One of my dad's good friends. Um, played in the uh, in the Blue Jays minor league system, I think it was, um, and actually used to work out with Mark McGuire back when he was a, a fucking prospect, and he was a little goddamn you know, beanpole, mm-hmm. and then he becomes just the gargantuan that he was. But um, my pick, if I had to pick one, 
would be uh, would be Jeff Bagwell. Um, yep. I remember him in the, the the home run derby one year, gripping the bat so hard that he was turning the handle into sawdust. <laughs> <laughs> you could hear it in the in the home run derby. Um, but just listen to these consecutive seasons. So obviously he sustained a pretty good career. We all know that it's no secret. But <laughs> when he fell off, oh boy, did he fall off. Yeah. Um, Thirty one. Or we're talking home runs here. 31, 43, 34, 42, 47, 39, 31, 39, 27, 3. Yeah, it sounds about right. right. Yeah, he faded quickly. Yeah, I think one of those under the radar, because if you ever looked at Jeff Bagwell, like he always wore really baggy uniforms, but like his legs and his forearms oh, were yeah. huge. So where are we going next? Are we on the second base? I'll lead off here. Um, I'm going with the legendary Baltimore Orioles great Brian Roberts. I love Brian Roberts. Um, he, you know, he, uh, for his career, he hit 97 home runs. Uh, between 2005 and 2009, he hit 65 home runs. Um, he played from 2001 to 2014. So in 14 years, he hit 97 home runs. He had 65 of those in five years. He also hit a shit ton of doubles. He was a double machine. He was a doubles machine. And then he went to the Yankees in 2000. Thank God. The, those Yankees, man, they're just really good at picking up shitty players. Aren't they? <laughs> they're great at ruining players. It's fantastic. Here, here's a fun fact. In 2005, Brian Roberts finished 18th in the MVP voting. Brian Roberts. He was only an all-star twice. That's hilarious. hilarious. That just shows Thanks. just the primetime steroid era, though. Like, just the, the mid-90s to, like, 2007. Yeah, you like think of like Robinson Cano and all those people at the time. You can't get by that when you Elmar. stealing forty bags. Yeah, stealing forty bags, hitting like thirty home runs. Like, well, you know, if you get an honorable honorable mention in second base. I don't think anyone had this. Was Brett Boone? Oh, oh yeah, Boone. I almost had. I almost put that. About. I thought someone else had it, but uh, but no. I mean, it, it, the thing is, the thing about the steroid era is, I vividly remember where I was when Mark McGuire hit sixty two. Yeah, there's not many other baseball factoids that I can recall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, if everyone's taking them, it's an even playing field. You know, I mean, like I say, I, I, I hate to be the one to keep bringing this up, but let's make America great again, <laughs> right, Preble? Steroids for all steroids, the children. That's the new government. <laughs> steroids program. for everybody. <laughs> steroids, steroids, as far as the eye can see, gang. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Timmy. All right, my second baseman uh, was none other than one Alfonso Soriano. That's a great one. Who weighs? Let me br- let me bring it up here. <laughs> Thank you, Baseball Reference. <laughs> Jesus. Once again, I just love that every time one of us names something, we can all just hear. Yep, <laughs> I'm just on my phone. Who weighs 195 pounds? Alfonso oh, Soriano, soaking wet. And he had 46 home runs in 2006. 46 home runs. <laughs> he had an underrated career. 412 total. And, like, he really didn't start playing until he was, like, 25. He had 46 home runs for the fucking Nationals? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Holy shit. Yeah. 36 the year before, 28 the year before, 38 the year before, 39 the year before. 18 the year before that. How did how did Washington let him walk after a, that season? He had a 40-40 season, and then they let him go. What the fuck? Because they're savvy baseball people. Come on. <laughs> so the Expos hang on. A, 
and had comparatively mediocre seasons with the Cubs. They hated, 40, they hated 40, him in 40 Chicago. Season. He had 40 doubles, 40 home Jesus. runs, and 40 fucking stolen bases that year. The thing I loved about him the most was that he like carried such a heavy bat. Oh, dude, he like, had, like, the, the, he had like swung, a 42-ounce bat. Was like, oh, my Jesus God. Christ. Dude, when he swung, it looked like he was swinging a fucking tree trunk. All right, I'll go next. Uh... Dan Ugla. That's, yeah, oh that was the one boy. I had. Built like a power lifter. Dan Ugla, shortest swing ever known to man. <laughs> Tennessee, I believe. Is I think he went to, I think he's from like Columbia. Oh. Yeah, my uh, one of my one of my teammates or one of my uh, roommates actually like Oh, well that's fun. Let me look that up. All right, I'm by. Yeah, but Dan Ugla, he had a 33 game hitting streak. He was a 26-year-old rookie, which should be saying something. First six seasons, his homers were 27, 31, 32, 31, 33, 36, which came out to a six-year average of uh, hitting 258 with 32 homers. And then within four years, he was out of the league. And in that time, yeah, he averaged 11. In that time, he averaged 11 homers with a 193 batting average. And then, like two years later, he couldn't get a fucking hit. He had like almost a historic hitless streak. Yeah, 2014 was not a good year for him. 2014, he hit 149. He had 21 hits and 141 at bats. <laughs> yeah, and he also only walked 11 times and he struck out 46. Oh my god, that's a great ratio, dude. I remember, I just remember like sports, uh, sports center like was literally covering it. Mm-hmm. Uh, how bad, like 80 hits. So I'm looking at it right now, 80 hits and 443 plate appearances. God. Ugla had the lowest batting average among qualified MLB batters and tied Rob Deere for the lowest season batting average by a player qualifying for the batting title. So, steroids there. Steroids. <laughs> All right, Preble. All right. All right, so for my guy, not a big power guy, so he's not really in that mode mold, I should say, but Chuck Knobloch. Oh, yeah. Chuck Knobloch. <laughs> Rat face. Yeah. yeah. Chucky yeah. Long Throw. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say you knew he was taking steroids when he couldn't make the throw from second to first. He kept oh whipping it into the didn't know what to do with his body. The seventeenth row of the fucking bleachers. Yeah, seriously though. Yeah, oh he was he was God. a bit of a doubles machine though. He was always hitting like you know in the high thirties things like that. But uh, the thing I just like is his story because he like you know he was included in the Mitchell Report. He's like yeah, all these things are like checking out like yeah, like you know with the, the Brian McNamee guys giving yep. HGH XYZ. And then he keeps saying, like, nope, nope, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. And then eventually he's like, so he says, quote, I did HGH. It didn't help me out. It didn't make me any, any better. I had the worst years of my career from a batting average standpoint, and I got hurt. So there was, there was, there was uh, no good that it came for me. It was not performance enhancing for me. I, I just I find that so hard to believe. that It's like, oh, yeah, and I took it and it didn't help at all. It's like, um, no. Even after that, he had great seasons. He had a big season right after that. I didn't know he was such a, like, he stole so many bases. Yeah, that's what I was surprised Holy too. Shit. Now, and thank you, baseball. Sixty-two reference. in one year. Yeah. Yes. Wow. He's got them gigantic legs. Chuck Knobloch. I'm not sure there's ever been a more just like frumpy baseball player. God, than he just looks like he was the perfect just New York Yankee in like in the late '90s. Like he just See, looked like a New like, Yorker, like that slicked back, like greasy Chuck- hair. See, I, I more feel like Chuck Knobloch is the guy that you see like sitting on a front porch in West Virginia. Really? Like just, just a, a just a homely, frumpy, just middle of the road looking son of a bitch. I see him more as the guy in the subway who's eating his boogers. Maybe that too. I mean, they're one and the same. <laughs> He's got a strong guy. The, the, those two strong people guy. aren't that. He's dude. really fat now too. He looks great. <laughs> oh, holy shit! Oh, no. Which is, you know, a, a well-known sign of uh, 
not being addicted to steroids and then immediately dropping off, right? I just remember when he had that issue, like, issue. It, it kind of ruined his career when he couldn't throw to first base and Fenway had all the bullseyes <laughs> right next to Dude, first base. Yeah. It makes me laugh to this day. <laughs> that so that mug shot. We don't do fun stuff like that anymore. No. Yeah. It's a pink Fenway's ass also fucking friendly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so family friendly. We can't even say, we can't even scream obscenities anymore. Like, I know. You can't even pelt baseball players with anything anymore. Yeah. It's, it's just like just like Henry Rowengard or like that guy when he tries to chase him. It's like, I'm going to kill you, kid. Or make me look stupid. It's like, oh my God. Why can't we return to those times? Adam Jones would disagree. Dude, Adam Jones would definitely. <laughs> oh, it's like, it's one not that friendly minor to me. racial slur. Oh, so a bunch of people calling the N-word for several innings, and that's an issue. Come on. You, yeah, you know, who, you know who came out and defended him? Kurt Schilling. I was like, oh God, I guess we are wrong. No, Kurt. Kurt, go back to your hole. Kurt Schilling came out hole. and defended Adam Jones? Yeah, Kurt Schilling did. No, Kurt Schilling came out and then said, like, I don't believe that's true. Like, Boston is a racist. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not, you know, that's not the person you won't come into your defense. Boston know? is very racist. Just for yeah, our audience out there, Boston's very racist. Yeah, the case. reputation is true. <laughs> it is well-deserved. Yes. Yeah, moving the shortstop, Preble. You want to go? I certainly will. So this mm. was a this is a tough one because there were obviously a lot of great choices. Um, but I had to go a little, a little different. So, I again, Miguel Tejada. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Who was either he was either twenty five now or fifty five. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows. I, I love that. I remember when that was a story on Sports Center. They were like, Ah, we can't find Miguel Tejada's birth certificate. Yeah. No one fucking knows how old he is. It's like who yeah. cares? He's fucking knocking the cover off the ball. It was kept with Daniel Dante's uh, <laughs> yeah. Monte, yeah. Oh my god. The twenty five year old playing the Little League World Series. <laughs> exactly. Dude, Tim, Tim, be real. If you could be a twenty five year old playing the Little League World Series, tell me you wouldn't do it. I have done that. <laughs> like, Shut up. You're I ruining am Danny Almonte. <laughs> no, but for this, so, so the thing I liked about uh, Tejada, now using Max's amazing uh, device here, so I can, <laughs> at least, well, I'm not going to use them all because this would take me forever to say. Yes. But basically, for the first couple of years, he's hitting like two home runs, okay, but he's only had 26 games, fine. 100 games, he's got 11, 21, and then he, you know, then he starts taking off, right? He got like 30, 31, 34, 27, 34. And then I like it because right as 2005 comes out, like right as he's like being nailed for doing like performance enhancing drug stuff, he drops down to 26, 24, 18, 13, 14, 15, 7, 4. So it's all that <laughs> arthritis. That's why. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not, it's not, it's not me. It's the arthritis. Don't you understand? It's like, oh yes, of course I do. But no, yeah. For those years from 99 to 05, when he was like at his prime, he's hitting 203 dingers. He's got, Bunch of sweats. He's got 51 one, stolen one bases. One MVP? One MVP yep. in yeah, 2002? He had a consecutive streak going for a while, too. He didn't miss a game for like eight years. Dude, he played all the time because he was it. He went from basically for in 2001 and 2002, he played every game. Then he played every game the next year and then next and then the next yep. and then the next. So basically from six and years. Even, yeah, dude. And even Impressive. before then, he played 160 games in 2000 and 159 in 99. So he effectively, from 1999 till 2006, really played every single game. Yep. Missed you know, three games in seven years. Yeah, that's which is, impressive. Which is nuts. Yeah. But yeah. So and again, Mikel Tejada just thank that, you steroids. Yeah, exactly. Him steroids. Him being an ageless wonder because. He doesn't have a birth certificate, so it doesn't even exist. Like, it's an existential question now. Maybe he's like a spirit, like a ghost. We don't know. I presume he's just turned to dust. God damn it. Yeah, exactly. Like, he did not walk. 
<laughs> so, two thousand two thousand and eight, six hundred and sixty six plate appearances. He got walked twenty four times. <laughs> and he Dude, fucking, man, he's going up there hacking. And he had fucking thirteen home runs. <laughs> Dude, his on-base percentage was never really that good either. He's like MVP. Or, he didn't walk. Dude, it's three, he, he three either, point. Yeah, exactly. Because in his yeah. MVP year, he walked 38 times. <laughs> How? That's ridiculous. I mean, he got 200 hits, 204 hits, so I get that. But you got up to bat almost 700 times, dude. God. Like the Nomar. God. Yeah, Nomar. So frustrating. But yeah, basically, that's what I always think about. Don't swing at the first pitch, Nomar. I can hear my dad now in 1997 screaming. First pitch. Why do you swing the first pitch? First, I remember EA used to do it all the time. They talk about Nomar. They just cut the Trupiano going, swing and a pop up. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. First pitch pop up every time. It's like I love you, Nomar, but really just play discipline, please. You know what's funny though? If you look at Tejada's numbers when he was like thirty four or you know forty three, depending on whatever. But yeah. like his thir- like oh eight oh nine seasons in Houston, which were he was an all star. You know yeah. he hit like two eighty three three thirteen. He had 13 homers, 14 homers, but he had 38 doubles, 46 doubles. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. probably what he really would have been, is just the steroids convert from making those doubles go out of the ballpark. So that's why you're exactly. hitting 35, that's I mean. 37 That's like, that's like Rafael Palmero, right? They're Same like, shit. yeah, this guy will hit some doubles for you big time. You know, he'll hit like 30, 40 doubles, and then take a bunch of steroids, and you get that extra 20 feet or whatever, and here I, we are. I remember they interviewed Hank Aaron back in the early 2000s asking him about all the steroid shit and he's like I don't know if it really has a whole lot of an impact on the game I mean oh, yeah it maybe it might add like you know maybe like a you know three three to five feet distance to your hits but I don't think it really it's like Hank buddy those doubles are home runs so that's a pop-up that goes from you a deep fly uh, to a home run didn't uh didn't like what was that one uh that one home run derby like I think it was like Sammy Sosa hit like a 600-foot home run. Yeah, in Atlanta. In a home run derby. It's like 590 feet or something. It was deep. Oh, my God. That's when I started hating Sammy Sosa, though, because that home run derby, he was a fucking asshole. Like, you know, <laughs> the year before, he was, or two years before, you know, he was like the sweetheart. Everyone loved him. He was a smiley, nice guy. And then that home run derby, he was just like, he was, they're mic'd up. He was just screaming in Spanish at the uh, the pitching coach, or the guy throwing him the balls. Like, they throw it a little bit outside, and he was just, like, glaring at him, yelling at him. I'm like, this guy's an asshole. This is a fucking exhibition. It's a home run derby. Fuck yeah. this guy. Okay. Sorry. All right. Um, right. I'll go here. So, for mine, it's going to be Rich Aurelia. Rich Aurelia. Another one of those, oh, yeah, I forgot about him, guys. Yes. So, he played with Barry Bonds on the Giants in 2001 when Bonds broke the home, home run record. So, so uh, surprise, surprise, he had an all-time career year that year. And he hit 37 home runs and hit 324. And he led the league with 206 hits. And then over the next three seasons, he would hit a combined 34 homers and hit 260. Also, <laughs> to, to some, kind of to the point of something I said earlier, Rich Aurelia was 12th in the MVP voting that year. Rich Aurelia. Silver Slugger. the only award. season. Yeah, yeah it's the only season he had any accomplishments. Anything. Every other season was pure trash. <laughs> Yeah, and that was the year that him, Jeff Ken, and Barry Bonds hit like 800 home runs combined. Dude, he hit 324 the year before. He hit 271 the year after. He hit he hit 257. Oh my god! And then, Dude. surprise, surprise, the guy, the other guy in the middle of the lineup hit 73 in a ballpark that is not known as a home run ballpark. Yeah. Who was that, Max? I wonder <laughs> quietly to myself. <laughs> oh, we'll find out soon enough. Who's up next? So my short up. Uh, this is, I think this is going to be pretty apparent to most people. 
out there in uh, in podcast land. My shortstop is Derek Jeter. I think is <laughs> one of the foremost cheaters <laughs> the game has ever seen. And I don't think there's much debating that. Uh, let's think. Let's think about this, guys. So in 1999, he had 24 home runs. Cheater. <laughs> in 2000, he had 15 home runs. Cheater. And in 2001, he had 21 home runs. Big time cheater. <laughs> also, I'd like to say this. Not only do I think he did steroids, I have no evidence to back <laughs> that up, by the way. But not only do I think he did steroids, he has another kind of performance-enhancing drug. This guy, this guy, every night, he has supermodels fucking chugging on his helmet <laughs> every single night. You want to know what? That's a performance-enhancing drug times a million. I've never this heard guy that is, this guy is a This guy is a double cheater. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, if STDs is a performance-enhancing drug, then cheaters got all of them. He's a three-times cheater. Have you ever, have you guys ever seen the, someone, someone online put together an STD celebrity chart that Derek Jeter gave to all these other celebrities? Jesus. <laughs> it's a fucking hilarious. I just love the, I love the Derek Jeter, like, thank you baskets. That yeah, that is hilarious. Out. Those are ridiculous. So for, uh, for my shortstop, I'm going to pick Alex Rodriguez. Hey, yo. Because, uh. Let's be honest. Who didn't like A-Rod more when he played shortstop, right? A lot more likable player back then. When he was playing for the Mariners, yeah. he was skinny. He was having a, a fucking amazing career and did steroids and fucked it up. That's another one, too. So, like, he said that he started taking steroids after he got that massive contract just due to the pressure. Yeah, the, the Rangers contract? Yeah. Still, like, he was, he was getting paid on that for Damn. fucking forever. It's almost like baseball is a team sport and you need to pay more people than just one guy, like a $300 million back in 2000. Like the Rangers were paying him when he was playing for the Yankees. That was a, such a bullshit trade. Originally, oh, the yeah. Red Sox were going to trade Nomar oh, yeah. and somebody else for A-Rod. And then Bud Selig, like he, um, he barred it saying that it wasn't a competitive trade. Right. And then they traded him straight up for Soriano. It's like, that's a, Competitive yeah. fucking That's trade. Even less competitive. Yeah. And then, and then right after that, they came out and said, "Oh yeah, by the way, Soriano's two years older than he actually said he was." Right. <laughs> so, so he gained two extra years on top of it. So kind of, kind of interesting. Um, my dad and I, going back to my AAA baseball days, um, my dad and I, the, the AAA or the minor league baseball All Star game was played in Nashville one year, and Alex Rodriguez was playing shortstop for one team, and Derek Jeter was playing shortstop for the other. And we couldn't fucking go because we could not find a parking spot within, like, a mile of the place. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Another guy, though, he played, like, every game for most of the seasons for a while there in his prime. Yep. And you know what? As much as I hated him as a player, he's actually... I I fucking still hate him as a person, too. Because now, like, he's not even playing baseball anymore, and he's fucking J-Lo. Fuck that guy, dude. (laughs) But... But I will say, he is a pretty goddamn good... I, I like him as an analyst. Yeah. I thought he was better like as, as a uh, as like a studio guy when he was on Fox. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, he's actually... It, as funny as it sounds, he's actually kind of likable. Yeah. Like, it's really weird to say and kind of... I don't know. But uh, I'll, uh, moving along to third base, um, 
My pick is Alex Rodriguez. Um, <laughs> Good. We'll speed it up. Um, that works. <laughs> Moving on. So I don't know if you guys know this, but Alex Rodriguez is a pretty good analyst now. Um, he's it's fucking uh, J-Lo. I, fun, fun fact, I had I had uh, tickets to the AAA All-Star game uh, <laughs> when Christ. Derek Jeter and he were playing against each other hmm. in the AAA All-Star game. All right, Tim, so who's your pick? <laughs> uh, my pick uh, for third base is uh, Wade Boggs. <laughs> <laughs> Now I want to I want to preface <laughs> I want to preface all this by saying from 1982 to 1992 Wade Boggs I can say with 100% certainty did not do steroids <laughs> but from 1993 to 1999 or 1997 I'm sorry <laughs> Wade Boggs did all the steroids and was a cheater uh, how you can tell <laughs> how you can tell is that his numbers his numbers weren't as good in those years and that's because the steroids, uh, the steroids degraded his brain, and they also caused him to lose hair, which caused <laughs> him to do hair loss st- uh, commercials later in life. So, Tim, uh, Tim, what 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 teams did he play for during these years? So, from 1982, <laughs> and and I want to just I want to be clear about this. This has the teams he played for has nothing to do with my opinion on this. Is this is just stone cold fact? You know, fact written in stone from 1982 to 1992, he played for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, from 1993 to 1997, he played for the uh, the New York Yankees. <laughs> Boo. And from uh, 98 to 99, he played for some team, minor league team in uh, Florida. To be determined. <laughs> TBD. To be determined. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, again, you know, my... My opinion on the teams has nothing to do with my opinion on this. But Wade Boggs in the nineties from ninety three to ninety seven, big time steroid user. Well now, Tim, <laughs> let me ask you let me let me pose this question to you. I noticed from eighty six to eighty eight, his home run total went from eight and eighty six to twenty four and eighty seven to five and eighty eight. To three in eighty nine. Three in eighty nine. What the fuck was going on in eighty seven? Tim. That's the, I mean the, I was born in '87, so huh? maybe maybe is Wade Boggs my dad? Is that why his numbers went down after? Yeah, is, that why- <laughs> is that why Paco is, is losing his hair? <laughs> <laughs> it's genetic. Only my pubic hair. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. So I'm. I'll explain this. I'll explain this. Wade Boggs. <laughs> Wade Boggs was visited by a uh, the ghost of Ted Williams, who hadn't died yet, in his dreams <laughs> in '87. <laughs> The headless and, ghost of Ted Williams. Yes, the headless ghost of Ted Williams from from the early two thousands, from when Ted Williams actually died, <laughs> and uh, and uh, that's he uh, corrected some swing flaws in eighty seven, and uh, you know Wade Boggs had a few, you know, hit a few more home runs, and then eighty eight decided I don't want to practice those swing flaw, I don't want to fix those swing flaws anymore. I like to go back to the way I was, and that's what happened. <laughs> bingo, bingo. Yep. Pure, pure rash. Pure, that's just, just you know, facts. I'm just stating facts. Logical. We all know this to be true. Mm-hmm. It's science. Alrighty. Yeah. So for me, third base, another one. Oh yeah, that guy, Phil Nevin. Phil Nevin. Oh, the legendary Phil Nevin. The Golden yeah. Spikes Award winner, Phil Nevin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so up until he took steroids, he was probably better known as the bust that the Astros picked over Derek Jeter, another uh, famous steroid user. Um. Who just kind of damn it? He played for a long time. 
Well, he bounced around the leagues. Like he bounced around between the minors and the majors until he was about 28. Oh. And then he got juiced up, put on a bunch of muscle, hit 24 yeah. homers and then 31 and then 41 home runs. And then they started testing for steroids in 2002. And as uh, Peter Game has reported, Nevin repor- uh, showed up to spring training 30 pounds lighter due to, in quote, a winter of yoga and Pilates. <laughs> Uh, yes. And he which, went from, which, by the way, let me let me rewind and say, I, it looked like he played forever. Nope. He played for so many fucking teams that it looks like he played forever. Yeah, he, just he only around. played 11 years. Yeah. But oh so the God. next season, no, so he had 41 homers. He lost 30 pounds. The next year, he had 12. And then the following <laughs> year, he had 13. Yeah, that sounds about right. Thank you, yeah, Phil Nevin. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, with, with respect to Phil Nevin... He was playing for the San Diego Padres at that time, so... Yeah, but know. they went to the World Series yeah, get, in 98. Yeah, well, I mean, that's in the past. <laughs> that was a year before he went there. Yeah, I was going to say, he's He was in a different part of California at that point. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Preble. All right, so I had... Initially, I put this guy down, then I changed him to A-Rod, but I don't want to do A-Rod anymore because we talked about him. So I'm picking well, Ken Preble. Caminiti. Problem. Sorry, oh. you know that you know that A Rod, um, Derek Owens went to an All Star game with A Rod and G to play. That why has anyone told me this? Have I told you guys about that? No, I can't believe this he, at all. Keeping secrets from us and fucking J Lo. <laughs> God damn! All right, sorry, problem. <laughs> Go ahead. No, it's right. Sorry, it's all right. So, but no, I so I picked Ken Kimenez because um, his career is hilarious, similar to some of the other guys we've talked about. So. From age 24, from 1987, until uh, age 32 in, nine, in uh, 1995, the best total he had was 26. And that was the year before he hit 40 home runs, before dropping promptly back down to 26, 29, 13, 15, 15. He won the so, MVP in 96. He certainly did. He did. And no no help from steroids at all. Nope. I tell and, you. and a gold glove, silver, Jesus Christ. He won everything. Yeah, no, he, no, he went, yeah, he went ball that year but that's what i think is so funny because again it's like it's you know first couple of years he's not playing a lot of games but starting in what in when he's 26 1989 for the next like four seasons he's basically playing like the entire season he's hitting like four home, in in 1990 he played 153 games he had 541 at bats and he had four home runs <laughs> four <laughs> then he goes up to 13 wow what a, then stays at 13 consistently for three years before jumping up to 18 oh my god then to 26, then 40, somewhere, <laughs> how, right back down to 26. His, like, his career is, like, a very, very, uh, very it's much a like, sh- a, like a, yeah, it's, it's a shitty roller mountain. coaster. Dude, it's like, yeah, and then it's right back down, so. That was, it's like uh, a Henry Road Gardener arm. Seriously, though, it's. So, there's, I'm sorry, go ahead, Preble, I'll keep on interrupting. No, no, sorry, I was just saying, it's, it's just out of control, because I just, He's just so bad. It's just so bad. But basically, up until night from his rookie year to 1995, he had 101 home runs in almost 4,000 at bats, and then wow. literally one year he hits 40. <laughs> I, ugh, I can't. So there's a there's a really funny article from like 1997. And there, it's credited in creatine in baseball, and that's the reason why all these players are getting big. It's because yeah. of creatine. Oh, and the 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 uh, article starts off with Ken Caminiti, and he has a black bag full of goodies that he calls. He's like, I never leave the ballpark without these, and it as he just downs a bunch of pills. Oh god! 
Kim and Eddie, Perfect. he also admitted to taking steroids, too. Like, he came... Well, I mean, and then shit, he, what does he have to lose? Well, nothing, because then he overdosed on cocaine and died. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, then he had a speedball, and then he died. Yeah. R.I.P. King Kim and Eddie. Yep. Yogi Berra wouldn't have died. Okay. I can't wait till I get a. Uh, I can't wait till I get a cease and desist letter from Derek Jeter's estate and Yogi Bear's estate. Is <laughs> is I was about to say Yogi. Uh, never mind. Move along. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. What's next? Left field. Go ahead, Preble. So we've now finally made it to the outfield, which yeah. I'm very excited about. And so I'm starting in left field. I mean, this is the obvious one, but I don't think anyone else had him down when we mm. last checked. But Barry Bonds, right? I mean, oh, yeah. he's kind of a cloud. He's probably, if not, if it's not the other, you know, Canseco, then it has to be Barry Bonds, right? You remember? I mean, you remember what Barry Bonds looked like when he played for the Pirates? Yes. Yeah, he was built like Preble. He, yeah, I was I was say, he looked like a young Derek Brady. Yeah, and then <laughs> he turned into a young Tim Begin. <laughs> He he literally like look if you look at because they'll have the split pictures of the before and after he looks like a shark like a great white shark. Dude. That's the That's like, the closest what? thing I could equivalent it to. Max, are you are you taking mushrooms right now? No, <laughs> I mean, Barry Bonds gonna... looks like a great white shark. Excuse me. Great. Sleep. <laughs> oh, yes. oh dear. Max. <laughs> well, well, we'll just be really edit it out. Okay. Edit it out. Just do the magic of editing. No, he um, does, though. He looks like Bruce from um, A Shark's Tale or whatever the no, fuck he's, he was. He's gigantic. I'll give you that. He's gigantic. But, so, and, and again, his Pittsburgh career from age 21 to 27, again, like, you don't expect gigantic power numbers, but he only hit 176 home runs in basically seven full years of baseball. And then, even then, once he gets to San Francisco... It's not even like he starts, the next year he cranks out 46, right? And then he's in like the 30s, the 40s. Still, huge numbers in 73 when he was 36. Yeah. And then 46, 45, 45, right? I mean, and even at age 42, he still hit 28 home runs. <laughs> what is this? Get this shit off. Okay, so that's Derek. Yeah, it's written about Barry Bonds. <laughs> but but <laughs> by the way, with Bonds too, have you seen what he looks like now? Oh, dude, he looks terrible. Oh, it's so frustrating though, because he looks like he did back in the eighties again. It's, it's so yeah. fucking frustrating. Well, it, it, like, can we point out that Barry Bonds was a seven-time MVP? Yeah, seven fucking times. And like, when he was in Pittsburgh, they were legitimate. But like, I mean, you look at his home run totals, like even. Like it's it's bananas because I mean he averaged thirty five to forty when he was juicing and then all of a sudden seventy three and then back down yep. to forty six. Well, that's that's just shows you what steroids can do because oh he was probably God. the best overall like all around baseball player. He would have made the Hall of Fame regardless. He would have been a oh yeah the only five hundred five hundred guy either way. Okay, oh, well, yeah. let's put, yeah, just put it this way: in the four years where he won four MVPs in a row, he had 164 <laughs> home runs, you know, 337 RBIs. The amount of walks he had: 523. Oh my God. 232 in one season. Dude, his we, on well, base well, percentage was 54. <laughs> percent He got on base more than half the time. When he re- when he retired, he's a 42 year old. He got walked 132 times. 32. Yeah, That's exactly. unbelievable. Tim, you wanna? You, 
You wanna you wanna like split some steroids, man? Uh yeah. I've been taking steroids for a long time. They haven't really done anything. It's <laughs> <laughs> really weird. I just yeah, I take steroids now. I sit around the house. I don't know when's when's this shit supposed to kick in? <laughs> yeah, when am I supposed to hit a home runs, god damn it? <laughs> Tim just shouting around the house, activate, activate. <laughs> Tim, Tim and I, Tim and I before, his, before I played on his softball team at one time, we, we, I, I injected him, he injected me. In the stall? Yep. No, 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 just just like down the hill. Um, and, <laughs> no, uh, it, was like, it was at first base. <laughs> it was just like down the hill from the, 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 uh, the ball field. And uh, I still think that neither one of us could get like a, a six inches off the ground. It's because you didn't take the needle out. You know. Yeah. It's like, why are my yep. pants There fit? we go. There we go. Mm-hmm. I, I just injected it into Tim's mouth. He <laughs> swallowed it. Okay. All right. Let's move on here. So, all right. For mine. Gargle. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay. So, for mine, another guy you probably maybe might not have heard of. Henry Rodriguez. Henry Rowan Gardner. Yeah. yeah. No, that's exactly what I thought you were saying. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that's another one. Dare. All right, so this was probably a little bit before our time. He played in like the mid-90s, but looking him up. So his minor league numbers, he averaged about 10 to 15 homers in the minor leagues. And then in 96, he got traded to the Expos, and he hit 36 homers. And then, Fun fact, the year before, he hit two. Yeah. <laughs> two, 36. It's and a, then, that's what they call a natural progression. And then two years later, he gets wow. traded to the Cubs, and then out of nowhere, Sammy Sosa goes from hitting 36 homers to 66. Jesus. All right. All right. Timmy? My uh, left fielder is uh, Gary Sheffield, um, <laughs> who has, like, the most bipolar career ever. He had a lot of injuries, but, like, in 88 when he started, played 24 games, hit four home runs. Fast forward to 92, he went from hitting two home runs in 50 games to 33 home runs. And then went back down to 93 and played down to 20. Then he hit 10 home runs in the next two years. And then 94, he had 27. Fast forward to 96, he had 42 for the the Marlins. Well, that was that World Series Marlins team. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It certainly was. When so they then back then, sold the farm to win this fucking World Series. <laughs> team was stacked. Then back down to 20. The 98, he hit 11. I paused him. I think we might see some appearance from some of those same Marlins later in this list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we might. Mm-hmm. So basically, he's did shit until he got in the Dodgers and then hit 43 home runs in 2000 and 36, then back down 25. And then he got on the, he got on the uh, Braves, hit 39. And then the Yankees decided, oh, let's sign him. So he had 30 home runs first year in the Yankees, 27, then five. <laughs> then he got and in that's, the juice. That's when you feel like he did his steroids, right? Then he got in the juice again. Yeah, oh, well, 2004, 2006 is definitely when he did his steroids. Yeah. I mean, those, it's, it, yeah. The numbers show it. The num- I mean, it's clear. The numbers bear it out. There's evidence. His, his body it. fell apart in 2006 because of the steroids. You're, you're exactly right. I forgot so that he, he played for like Detroit. Yeah, he had the most like bipolar career so ever. So up and down. Who remembers when Gary Sheffield played for the Mets? I fucking don't. You know nope. why? Because he played for a hundred teams. <laughs> Gary Sheffield played baseball for twenty-two wow. fucking what? years. That I can't believe he played that. That's unbilievable. He played the that long. Lucky dude. It is kind of. We started nineteen, right? Age nineteen to forty. That's yeah. that is crazy though. Yeah, he played for eight teams. Over five hundred home runs. Bad two ninety-two. 
Actually, I don't. I mean, he was great. And he had the best stance. Best stance ever, too. Oh, yeah, the best stance. The most annoying bat swinging. Wiffle ball. He had the Jeff Dawson stance. Yeah, I was just saying. Oh, God. Speaking of wiffle ball, let's talk about our all steroid Max Wedding wiffle ball team. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Closest at home. Right. Most people, you know, when, when their friend gets married, they like take him out to the bars and you know get him nice and drunk. For Max's wedding, we decided to play wiffle ball out next to the pool where all the attractive females were. Sorry, Max, it was your family. Um, but where all the where all the attractive females were, all of us are, are standing out sweating, trying not to die, playing wiffle ball that we haven't played in fucking sixteen years. <laughs> And getting, oh, what per what per the groom's request. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're after playing wiffle ball. There's a fence. We're playing. After 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 Tim and I lost the Dawson's three times while we were getting wiffle ball equipment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Derek, who's your Smart left fielder? Kids, the Dawson's. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead, uh, Max, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. I'm going to take the reins here for a second because I'm going to lead us from left field. And I'm also going to tie in the DH here because it was a tough decision for me. Um, the first one is someone near and dear to our hearts, the great Manny Ramirez. Um, my other one is one that typically I would have left him off because I knew someone else was going to pick him up, but he just uses his head way too much in the outfield. And that's Jose Canseco. <laughs> um, he's a heady player, you know, uh, he does what he needs to do. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's not often – the reason I had to include Manny is because it's not often that you have a left fielder with the field division and the, the thought in place to ac- accurately and appropriately cut off a throw from the center fielder <laughs> from his knees. Ugh. And Manny Ramirez was just that kind of athlete. He's you know? a genius. Yep. Just that kind of athlete. You know, he wasn't afraid to go take a shit or a piss in the – in the green monster, uh, I mean, smoke weed, whatever. That's that, that's the kind of ball player you love to have. Now, I will say something I mentioned earlier that I said I was going to get back to. Um, Jose Canseco, on the other hand, has completely lost his goddamn mind. Um, I was in Vegas with my girlfriend for our one year anniversary, and I saw something pop up on my Facebook. I think it was Facebook as an advertisement. That you can go hunt for Bigfoot with Jose Canseco <laughs> in Las Vegas. Makes sense. Makes sense. I am not fucking kidding. Cons- this is not a joke. Tying that also into one of our other players, Canseco went on like a two day rant about A Rod fucking his ex wife when he got engaged yeah. to, to J Lo. Yeah. It's like, oh, do God. a polygraph test. Do it, A Rod. Do it. Like, and I haven't looked it up yet, but I mean, we. You don't have to look up Jose Canseco's stats to know they're fucking retarded. But I'm looking them up right now. Five home runs in his rookie year. 33, 31, 42, uh, 17, 37, 44, 26, 22. And then, like, you get to the end of his career. Fuck, like, just, just yeah. a fucking absolute monster. So like An absolute gorilla. So I've been reading his book, and he admits, obviously he admits to taking him, but he started, He said he started taking him in, in, uh, in the minors. Like, all the way through his entire career. He's like, I never would have made the majors without him. Well, yeah. And he won an MVP. He won, he won Rookie of the Year and MVP. He played on the JV team when he was a junior in high school. And he won the MVP award, like, six years later in Major League Baseball. Some so, rapid transformation. What about, <laughs> it's what about, insane. 
Look at his stats. Jose Canseco won the Silver Slugger in 1998 with the Toronto Blue Jays. What? Yeah, he had like 46 homers that year, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was in bombs that year, too. His average oh, sucked, but... Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm surprised no one else had anything to say about Man Ram, or... It's too near and dear to my heart. Yeah. As, as dumb as he is, I love Manny Ramirez so much. He's so good. Manny Ramirez, I will never speak a bad word about him. Mm-mm. It's true blue. He was too much fun to watch. Yeah. Out he, of control. He was, him and uh, probably Ortiz are like the only players really that you would not leave the room if they were up. Or if you knew they were coming up, you you know, the commercial break was coming on, oh, you would yeah. just wait. Just he was dumb it. as a sack of rocks, but he was my sack of rocks. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those guys, like, how many years? I felt like for, like, four straight years, they were like, yeah, the Red Sox are looking to move man. I know. And they never <laughs> fucking did. Like, and then they did for it, fucking Jason Bay. It's like, what? Dude. Well, Jason Bay came in and had an incredible fucking year that year. And then after that, like, he ran into that wall with the Mets. And yeah. It was never the same. He remembered he was Canadian and he couldn't play baseball. <laughs> and he had zero home runs in the home run derby. Dude, that, that was the <laughs> most embarrassing thing. That Dude, was, like, the, the fact that The fact that Manny Ramirez never finished higher than third in the MVP voting feels like a travesty. Well, especially, I mean, I don't even have to look at baseball reference. I'm pretty sure in 1999, he had 165 runs batted in. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Max, I, I call it bullshit that you weren't looking at. I'm not. Uh, no, you know, you know me. <laughs> yeah, I don't need baseball. 1999, the exact number. Yeah, does that number Tim, stands out? Tim. Hey, I can tell you right now, Hack Wilson, 191 runs batted in in like 1933 <laughs> with the Cubs. I think you're don't talking to the man. Yeah, no, so you're talking to the man who had Carlos Delgado pictures. We fooled all of our listeners. This is actually, welcome to the next edition of Hold My Popcorn where we're going to talk about the movie Rain Man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's me when it comes to baseball stats. And movies. Okay, center field. No, no, no. I think I was just the, the leadoff for left field, right? Mm-hmm. No, we did left field. I did no, Bonds. Did. Yeah. Okay, so sorry, we're moving on to center field. Guys, I've had a few beers. It's okay. Oh, dear. Strap in. I can't believe this mini episode is longer than most. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I know. This is... so, uh, I'll go ahead and lead us off because mine's going to be quick. Uh, Centerfield Lenny Dykstra because cocaine. <laughs> Is Lenny Dykstra? Didn't he die or something? Yeah, no, he's wrong. alive. He's bankrupt or he's just been in a lot of trouble. He's trying to sue like Ron Darling because he Ron Darling was like, yeah, he like said the n word to like oil can Boyd in like the '86 series. <laughs> Here's a fun fact. <laughs> it's like, all right, okay. Lenny Dykstra's net worth and salary. Dykstra had the net worth of fifty-eight million dollars, but he filed for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy in July two thousand nine. Listing less than fifty thousand dollars in assets. <laughs> How the fuck do you blow fifty-five million dollars? This is even better. His current net worth. Now this is February of twenty nineteen. His current net worth is rumored to be at negative twenty-five million. Oh my god! Oh my negative god. twenty-five. You're worth more dead than alive. <laughs> it sounds like he made some good choices. I don't think we need to judge. <laughs> all right, Tim. That's all I got. Uh, my center fielder is Johnny Damon. Um, now, a couple interesting facts about Johnny Damon uh, is that 2005, he had a great beard. <laughs> great beard, great beard. Mm-hmm. He also wasn't a cheater in 2005. He had 10 home runs uh, and had a pretty good batting average. Let me let me look it up here. <laughs> Sorry. Good content, good content. <laughs> 
In 2005, he hit 316, hit 10 home runs, was a great player in 2005. 2004 was a great player, playing for the one, the only Boston Red Sox. 2006, he uh, signed a big deal with uh, the New York Yankees and had 24 home runs. I presume he met his good friend Derek Jeter, <laughs> who was injecting steroids into his ass left and right, which which would account for the 14 home run increase. And he also shaved off his beard because the Yankees are Nazis. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, Johnny Damon is my uh, steroid, you know, under the radar steroid, under the radar steroid uh, center fielder, but only during the time period we played in New York. I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> That uh, all the other teams he played for, he was not on steroids. Just look at the numbers, man. Look Tim, at the I'm, numbers. I've got to say, I'm, I'm, I'm sensing a trend here. Yeah, if um, you haven't seen it so a far. Trend. <laughs> I was going to say, um, is it just now? Big, big Yankees guy, yeah? Well, I, I, listen, I'm just reading what the data says. You know what I mean? I'm, <laughs> I'm a vessel for science, okay? And the data says to me and to everyone else who's an objective observer, looking at it, that when people are on the Yankees, they tend to cheat. And I mean, I don't, you know. Well, listen. if there's one thing we know about the get a job killer, not Tim Begin, it's statistics fucking matter. Statistics matter. Mm-hmm. Listen, science data matters, and I'm all I'm doing is just reading the data, guys. You know, Tim, I'm honestly surprised you didn't say Ellsbury. If you looked at his numbers, <laughs> here's that. his home run totals: oh. three, nine, eight, thirty-two, four, nine, <laughs> sixteen, <laughs> seven. <laughs> That's just because he was literally, he's literally made of uh, balsa glass. wood and glass. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, so for my center field, Brady Anderson. Brady, uh, oh, oh Brady. You made it a little too obvious there, buddy. Fucking, I, when, I was, when I was looking this up, Max, not to steer you, but I Go saw something it. that said the case for Brady Anderson never taking steroids. Yeah. And the fact that someone wrote that story is fucking hilarious. Yep. That is some clickbait shit. I've seen that, oh too. Oh, my God. But uh, besides his porn star sideburns, which he was known for, he was, probably, uh, his, he was probably most known for just being a speedy leadoff hitter. The good glove, a little bit of pop. You know, he'd hit about 12 to 15 homers a year. And then in, win. then in 1996, when he turned 32, he fucking hit 50 home runs. <laughs> so Max, how many? What's the most home runs he hit other than that year? Yeah, so here's a seven-year split before he before that, or in the middle of that. Okay, so seven-year <laughs> split here. 21, which is pretty good. And then 13, 12, 16, 50, 18, 18. Oh, my God. Like it, from, but I just love looking at it from early on. So, like, 88, four home runs. 89, two home runs. 90, two home runs. 91, three. Oh, I'm looking at triples. Never mind. Yeah. One. <laughs> One. More triples and home, home runs. Run That's saying something. Four home runs in 89. Three home runs in 90. Two in 91. 21, 13, 12, uh, 12, 16, 50. Yeah. There's, again, more articles about this shit. It was Tom Verducci. He wrote a thing saying that um, his forearms looked like a river with, like, all the creeks and everything. Like, all the veins were popping out. It's like, how... Nobody said anything. This isn't like well, this is a '96 article. It's like what the the fuck was wrong with everybody? Like, I mean, you look at those numbers and the fact in '96 because I mean, 50 home runs in '96 and he finished ninth in the MVP voting. Yep, that's insane. So that's he a, hit. Yeah, he hit 210 home runs and one quarter of those came in <laughs> in <laughs> one season. And he played and a he long played time for too. 15 years. Yeah, 
the Brady Anderson thing just fascinates me for more oh, than yeah. like any of the other players, just because he had such like a long career of just consistent, like 10, 15 homers. And then just to hit fucking 50 in your like early thirties is just ridiculous. So for the 96 season, so, you know, Anderson, he finished ninth. Henry Rodriguez finished 19th. Hey, we've heard about that guy before. Yeah. He finished 19th. So this just shows you, like, so who did they lose to? So Rodriguez lost to Ken Caminiti. And Brady Anderson lost to Juan Gonzalez. Juan gone. Juan Gonzalez. Just to rub it in more for Anderson, some of the guys he finished behind were A-Rod, Albert Bell, Mo Vaughn, and Rafael Palmero, and Mark McGuire. All roid dudes. Jesus. Mo Vaughn was on a roid gay. He got oh. caught with steroids. <laughs> Max, never proven. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Show me a case test. in the court. Show me a case in the court of law where he where he was proven I'm guilty sure, of steroids. I'm pretty sure well, Max and I were in the car and Sean was driving us and he was like, no, he was just getting <laughs> jacked up on like quarter pounders and hookers as we were like driving yeah, to baseball. I was like, hmm, yeah, that sounds about right, actually. No, it's just... In the Red Sox, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Once you get to the Mets, yeah. the Angels, uh, pure garbage. And that's the thing. That's that's oh, Tim's offense. So it was with the Mets that he got caught. Precisely. Oh, well, yeah. Obviously, he's doing steroids in the Mets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he had, like, four games played. <laughs> Anybody goes to New York, that turns into a complete degenerate, right? Listen, you get handed steroids when you get off the plane in LaGuardia. <laughs> well, right? I mean, it's it, just it the way it is. You, you, if you're in the Northeast outside of Massachusetts, like, I mean, our good friend Bill Dooley, Heavy steroid user. Mm-hmm. Heavy steroid you don't get, user you don't get eyebrows like that without a little extra help. No, you be juicing no, on something or, or anger issues like that. They, what mean, they what they use up in Maine and they call it Wolverine serum. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to express they express the anal gland of a Wolverine. <laughs> and the serum that comes out, they drink it. This makes sense. <laughs> Damn it! This makes a lot of sense. I think you have to pour it over the body of a virgin first, though, right? Well, that's part of the treatment process, but they uh, eventually drink it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Preble, yeah, what's yours? Uh, let me let me just get. I got Nikki be like, "What the fuck? This was supposed to be a mini episode." All right, so I picked for my center fielder. I picked Melky Cabrera because I think he's a one. I don't like Melky Cabrera, but um, suspended for uh, high levels of testosterone in 2012, I should say. Um, basically, he was like ripping it up that year too, and then I think he was like. He was the all-star game MVP or something like that. And then literally within like less than a month, it was like, oh, well, you know, they, you, you, you done goofed yourself on that one. His stats are pretty, pretty insane because again, that's the only year he has like achieved anything. He was an all-star, won the all-star game. And then everything after that has just been pure trash. <laughs> and he like barely, and that's why I think it's so odd. I mean, he's fairly consistent with his home run totals, but. Because he's only he hits like seven, eight, eight, thirteen. His most is eighteen ever. But yeah, he's uh, he's got the problem with the uh, with the roids, and he just keeps getting suspended, suspended, and suspended. So I'm not Mm-mm. I'm not about that shit. All right, let's uh, let's keep it going. So right field, probably yep. what's yours? Uh, so my guy. So I we already talked about our my one of my guys that I thought was more interesting, but I'm actually very excited. I get the opportunity to talk about uh, David Justice. <laughs> the, the David Justice. Uh, mm-hmm. Did I not? I didn't talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So David Justice, uh, very, you know, he uh, one married Halle Berry. So that's something that we yep. all need to, we all really need to uh, hate on him about. But uh, basically, David Justice is very, wild, just very odd, very odd dude. He getting 28 home runs, not bad. 21, 21, 40, 19, 
24-6. You know, it's like, okay. He was injured for one of them, so it was all right. But then, like, 33, 21, 21, 41, again. It's like, all right, man, this is... The Giambi A's era. Yeah, really, though. That's that's what it is. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing about David Justice is in the movie Moneyball. Yep. When uh, uh, Brad Pitt as Billy Bean walks up to him, they're like, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're paying me X amount of million dollars. He's like, no, no, no. The Yankees are paying half of that for you not to play with him. (laughs) I love that scene. Oh, I love that so much. Like, like, no, we're only paying you six. The Yankees are paying you 11 to not play for them. (laughs) When I was a kid, I used to love David Justice when he played for the Braves. Like, during those, like, mid-90s Braves teams that were just fucking studs. I actually had a David Justice poster on my wall. Mm. And then he became David Justice. Yeah. Also, probably about to mention that he married Halle Berry and then beat her. Oh, so yeah. that's good. Yeah. Did I forget to mention that, or did I just try and leave that out to just so yeah. we can just say which isn't a telltale, <laughs> which isn't a telltale sign of storage? No no no, 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 that's not what anger's all about. All right, uh, for my right fielder, Luis Gonzalez. Oh, oh boy, yeah, that's a that's that's a that's a guy off that uh, that Diamondbacks team. That's, yep. Uh, yeah. Another one, the Yankees. way under the radar, but very obvious. So in 97, he was 29 playing for the Astros and he hit 10 home runs in 152, 152 games. And then at the age of 33, he hit 57. <laughs> he was three home runs shy of being in the 60 home run club with Babe Ruth, Roger Maris, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, and Barry Bonds. And then it was almost Luis Gonzalez. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Get the fuck out of here. yeah i I mean i'll forever remember that's what's so funny is luis gonzalez did have those fucking just retarded power numbers for that amount of time but the most the thing he's most remembered for is a fucking nubber off the handle (laughs) right over second base that's settled nicely behind (laughs) second base in the short center field to win the world series for the goddamn Arizona Diamondbacks. Big fan, yeah, but they beat the Big Yankees. Fan. Yeah, no, exactly. I don't. I'm, I'm okay with that. That's a. But that's the thing. That is the only time I was okay with the Yankees winning the World Series because that was 9/11. <laughs> and then, of course, the only time I was like, you know what, I wouldn't mind if the Yankees win. They didn't fucking win. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Timmy. Way to way to go for the uh, way to go for the Diamondbacks. To, like ruin that moment for the country. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Leave it to Arizona to just be a total bag of shit. Fucking you know? three-year expansion team winning World Series. Juiced up on steroids. All right, so my right fielder, um, come out of left field here, guys. Ooh. Oh, buzzing! Oh, yeah. Uh, it. Uh, All four people God, are loving I it. Fucking hate you, pee pants. It's not coming out of left field though, guys, because it's Paul O'Neill. Hey, Paul Ooh. O'Neill. Who did uh, Paul O'Neill play for, Tim? Well, interesting. You asked. <laughs> you asked, Derek. Paul O'Neill from 1985 to 1992 played for the Cincinnati Reds. And I think you can see from those numbers, definitely not on steroids in those years. <laughs> fairly, fairly uh, average. Seems to be, you know, non-cheater type numbers. And then in 93, he uh, became a member of uh, the New York Yankees and almost immediately started cheating. It's so funny because no one's going to listen to this. No. <laughs> this is going on for so long. Immediately started cheating, and um, I I likened I likened Paul O'Neill to someone who uh, had all the rage of Bill Romanowski and Ooh, all the talent. Broncos. 
and all the talent of a dead Chuck Knobloch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, all right sir, well, let's go. Yeah, mosey. And there we have it. <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go. Right. So, uh, so I've got two for right Oh, here. Jesus uh, Christ. No. No, 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 no hold on, hold on. <laughs> so, the, no, the easy one, the easy one that, again, as someone else said, that I'm surprised no one picked is slamming Sammy Sosa. Yeah. Kissing the chest, pointing to the sky. Um, he played for 18 years and between 93 and 2004, he hit 530. He had a full Hall of Fame career in 11 years of those 18. I mean, we all know the numbers. We don't need to dive in. But my my deep pull, my uh, honestly, like one of the guys that I used to love imitating his stance hmm. was Jay Buhner. Yeah. For the fucking Seattle Mariners. Jay Buhner played from 87 to 2001, 15 years. In his career, he hit 310 home runs. Okay, 15 years, 310 home runs. In three years, between 95 and 97, he hit 40, 44, and 40 for a grand total Damn. in three years of 124 of his 310 home runs in three fucking years. Wow. Yeah. And he had a sweet-ass fucking goatee. He had a cannon of an arm, too, right? Oh, dude, he was a stud. I remember I remember watching a... a uh, and he was actually a pretty good fielder, too. Yeah. I remember watching him uh, him going to the fucking stands trying to catch a, uh, trying to catch a ball, uh, a home run ball, and, like, Jesus. literally landed in the front row of the fucking outfield stands catching a ball. That's another... Yeah, I'm looking at his numbers right now, though. That's another just screaming, underrated... Age, at the age of 30 through 32, hitting the 40, 44, and 40, then hitting yeah. 15. And then like, that's just... The year before, he hit 21, and the year after, he hit 15. Yeah, like, that's just... <laughs> but we all agree yeah. his greatest accomplishment was being mentioned by Frank Costanza in a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> Why'd you trade Jay Beautiful? Uh, I'm going to disagree. Rocket for it, huh? I think his greatest achievement is being <laughs> being mentioned by, by Derek Brady on Hold My Popcorn. Mm. Yeah, there's definitely more people are listening to this than Seinfeld. Yeah. That's true. I mean, well, you Max, know, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you're. That's very true. It's given. Just say we're, we're we're like the dark web of of humor. Seinfeld's mainstream, bro. You don't want to yep. be Seinfeld. No. We're the hipster. We're the hipster. Uh, fucking. Yeah, the Seinfeld. hipster dark mm-hmm. web. That's oh. what the kids are really interested oh. in, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I know. Slenderman right, and so, Slenderman. Okay. So should we just tear through the pit? Should we just tear through the rotations as a whole? Well, we uh, we're gonna do the DH. DH, and then we'll do this. Right? Oh, well, I've already mentioned. You already that. did yours, so we'll just move on to Timmy's. My DH is uh, <laughs> my DH is Jason oh, Giambi. <laughs> Jason Giambi. <laughs> now, now Jason Giambi played for uh, he had a, a few good seasons on the uh, the Oakland days. The Oakland Athletics, um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, c- clearly, was uh, not cheating on the Oakland days. Definitely not. A lot of people speculated that maybe Mark McGuire had an influence on him. You know, like maybe injecting him. False. That's a false statement. Uh, Jeremy Giambi, or Jason Giambi, I should say. Jeremy is his deadbeat brother. <laughs> Jason steroids. Giambi started taking steroids, was influenced by Derek Jeter. Actually, we got to the, the New York Yankees. And this is all written down. This is all written down of my book of facts. Tim <laughs> <laughs> Kid's book uh, of baseball facts. Yeah, was influenced by the New York... Der, uh, Derek Jeter and the New York Yankees uh, started... Uh, Jason on the steroids. So, uh, 
just a you know all around dirtbag. Only when he's in the Yankees, though. <laughs> Tim's book is just there's a quote from the New York Times that says this is pure fabrication and garbage. <laughs> Tim Tim's book is Tim's book is stained with the blood of the innocent. Tim's book is like Andy Dufresne's Bible. You just open it up and there's just a knife in there. <laughs> a little pickaxe. Correct. All right, my uh, my DH J Bell. Jay you know, I probably should have had Jay Bell. I probably should have had him a shortstop since he won a Gold Glove, oh, but man. the little four-eyed fuck. Um, he's one actually. He scored the game-winning run on Luis Gonzalez's little blue pit in that World Series. Ah, there we go. It's all coming together. Yep. Um, yeah, but <laughs> so in Wikipedia they say that he was known as an expert bunter. Duh. Oh, <laughs> so, that's what you want. I've heard like that's that you gotta have some small ball guys. You, know? you gotta. You gotta. I was tempted to put a couple small ball guys in there. And, uh, you know, you got to know how to lay one down. Yep. So, especially, you know, if you look at uh, Jay Bell's numbers. So, he averaged around 10 home runs a year. And then he turned 33. And instead of uh, declining, he hit 38 home runs with 112 runs batted in. And then, Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. And then he would hit another 33 over four years and retired. <laughs> <laughs> and also, this is a funny thing, the year that he hit 38 homers, they had to move him to second base because he got too big and he couldn't play shortstop anymore. Too big. <laughs> His range was gone. It, you got it. Fucking J-Bell. Seems in the up and up to me, Max. Seems pretty logical. <laughs> Seems like an outstanding right? guy. Yeah, you know, if you're hitting on your season averages of 1, 2, 2, 2, 7, 16, 9, 9, 9, 13, 13, 21, 20, 38. Sure, 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 sure. Yep, yep. And then he hit 15 over the next three seasons, so that's good. All checks out, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm, yep. All right, problem. All right, so my guy, uh, maybe not the most obvious, but uh, Travis Hafter. Travis Hafter. Yeah! Oh, I almost had him. Prong, yeah. or whatever his that's stupid nickname pull. was. He looked like Vin Diesel. Yes. Yeah. That's a great fight. No, he looked like he looked like fucking Barney Rubble mixed with Vin Diesel. That a, yeah. a very illicit He's love big. child between cartoon and man. Um, but the reason I like him so much, too, is so, like, he is, you know, it's got, like, oh, he'll hit, like, 14, 28, 33, 42 home runs. Then he drops down to, like, the, you know, kind of into the, uh, just into the teens. But the reason I like it is his progression going from 28 to 33 to 42 is that it just took far less at bats. He was like four mm-hmm. high four hundreds, then he dropped down to the like four fifty four. He doesn't need as many games, so he's just cranking home runs. You know, definitely on the up and up. He didn't need those cronk bars or whatever they made. They made some sort of stupid cereal for him. It's like, oh, this is where he gets his energy from. It's from these sugar cronk things. Definitely not, definitely <laughs> not sweet, sweet HGH. But uh, <laughs> I, I just love guy. that, like that that year that that we that the Sox played the uh, the Indians in the. What was it? The ALCS. Yeah, and he fucking struck out like every goddamn at bat. Yep. Oh, he was so bad. Is that His pronounced fault. the Indians. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> right, Preble, and then how you pronounce? I believe it? so. I believe the Native Americans would pronounce it that way. Um, yep. And of course, he went to the Yankees, so that's when he started juicing. Exactly, juicing, but, and that's you know. when he really of took off. Right in his last year. <laughs> his yep. Last year, hitting two oh two dingers. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with uh, I'm Paco on this. I don't think he really started juicing until 2013. Yep. Thank you. Thank I you. Think the, I think the stats bear it out here. <laughs> I'm just looking at numbers now. <laughs> Those numbers. Good lord. Yeah, like hitting well, that well like over 300. Yeah, it was like two years. He was like the best fucking hitter in baseball. Yeah, he was a beast out of nowhere. I was like, who the and fuck then, is this guy? Several moments later, guys. 
Surprise, surprise. Since we've been recording, I've come up with two more. So I've got a full oh, five-man rotation. Oh, boy. All right, fire away. So, uh, so of course, I know one that, that other people have. Kevin Brown. I mean, the numbers bear it out. It's ridiculous what his numbers look like. Uh, the next one, it's b- just simply because he's still playing an effective Bartolo Colon, and he is by far the most entertaining baseball player to watch. So um, fun. <laughs> I mean, that, that, I, I, love, I love the hometown audio of him hitting that home run. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, they can't believe it fucking Lady happened. Swing. <laughs> um, my next one, Ubaldo Jimenez. <laughs> yep. He had that one year of like 1-2-1 ERA. It was like the hottest free agent on the market and had like a 7-5 ERA after that. Oh, God. Um, yeah. It was like in the sixes with Baltimore. Oh, it was dude, really it was, bad. It was really bad. Um, Any Anytime a pitcher has like the lowest ERA in the league and they play for Colorado, they're, they're going to start, you know, it's going to throw some red flags up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So one that I don't believe anyone had on their list that I'm kind of surprised at, the big Z, Carlos Zambrano. He's trying to be mm. fucking to be hitting comeback. dingers. Yeah. Fucking hitting dingers, man. That guy could sort. And he would he so angry. fucking fight anybody. Yeah, he was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then last but not least, as my starters go, another another big dick swinger, Magic Mike Hampton. Yeah, Magic yeah, he was he definitely was, juicing. He had some dingers for the Braves. He no for Colorado one year. He hit like eight home runs as a pitcher. <laughs> yeah, no, well, even with the Braves, like there was a year he hit like six for Atlanta. I don't know. I mean, got that point. Like, yeah, like he was just he was a better hitter than a pitcher. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like yeah. Well, I remember. I, I vividly remember now going back to Zambrano. I remember there was a time where Carlos Zambrano was in the lineup, and they DH for another position. Wow. That that wow. actually had I can't remember I, I couldn't give you the day, but I, I vividly remember that being like a news story on fucking uh on ESPN or whatever. Jesus Christ, Mike Hampton's numbers. I, I remember he got that massive contract because he went twenty two and four with Houston. And then after that, like his next year was pretty good, you know, fifteen and ten, three ERA. His ERA the next two years five point four one and six point one five. Yikes. So Mike Hampton hit 16 home runs. That's unbelievable. He hit 10 with Colorado, five with Atlanta, one with Houston. Okay, yeah, 2001. Mike Hampton's hitting numbers. He hit 291 with seven homers and 16 runs batted in in 79 at bats. The next year he hit 344. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh dear. Get the fuck out of here, Mike Hampton. What are you I doing? Want, I want to look up Zambrano's because Zambrano's were fucking insane. <laughs> Zambrano, Zambrano hit in twelve years. Zambrano hit twenty four home runs. What? Are you shitting me? Two thousand six. Zambrano hit six dingers in thirty five games. Wow. Um, yeah. And 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 here we go because this is what people care about. He won the Silver Slugger that year. He won the Silver Slugger in 08. and he won the Silver Slugger in 09. But that 06 number, okay, that 06 season, though, he had the six home runs. He averaged a home run, yeah. just doing the math real quickly, he averaged a home run every 13 at-bats. There we go. That there was, go. like, an all-star numbers right there. And he, the, the crazy thing is, he batted 151. Wow. So, and it's So, basically, he had 11 hits, and six were home runs. Wow. 
All right, Timmy. Oh, the big Z. All right, so uh, my pitchers are uh, Andy Pettit. Um, <laughs> of course. Now, Andy Pettit is an interesting pitcher because uh, he... A lot of people think that Roger Clemens influenced Andy Pettit into being a star. The other way around. Um, well, that, no, I don't want to say the other way around. Uh, Roger Clemens was a degenerate uh, steroid user when he got to New York, and then Andy Pettit, while was it while he's in New York, uh, before Roger Clemens got there, was a de- degenerate steroid user and was uh, eventually caught for it. Uh, I have a duplicate uh, from from Paco, Kevin Brown, mm-hmm. um, obviously a steroid user because he tried to pick a fight with a wall. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> He lost that fight. Oh, and then, what, a, uh, what a fall from grace, too, for that guy. Yeah. yeah. It was his last season ever. And then... Yeah. Yep, it was. That wall will do a number on you, especially if you hit it with your pitching hand. As we all know from Crash Davis, you never hit with your pitching hand. Mm-hmm. That's right. And uh, then uh, Jason uh, Grimsley, who also played for the Yankees. Yeah. And... Uh, Interesting fact about Jason Grimsley. He was arrested in 2006 for HGH. And uh, for the rest of the years that he played in the league, which were numerous, he was never good. So, uh, well, he played for the Yankees for a lot of those years, Derek, and he was never good in the Yankees. He never, he was a relief pitcher, never had an ERA under three. Okay. So I, I also, I, I moved my closer over to Grimsley. Um, another just adding on to Tim. He also ratted out Clemens, Andy Pettit, Miguel Tejada, Jay Gibbons, and Brian Roberts. <laughs> he was the reason for all those guys get going down. It was Grimsley, and he was also teammates of Jay Bell and Luis Gonzalez when they uh, when they arrested him uh, for uh, supplying HGH um, for pitchers. So Jason Schmidt, another another San oh, Francisco yeah. guy. Remember that one? God, God, that's a deep pool, Max. Yeah. I remember that dude. I've just that those are the years that stood up for me. I watched like every baseball game ever. But um, for his career up until that point, his record on average was eight and eight with a four point five ERA. And then in 03, he went seventeen and five with a two point three four ERA. He finished second in the Cy Young. Next year, he went eighteen and seven. And then within three years, he was out of the oh, league. God. I forgot about Jason Schmidt and that terrible fucking goatee. Yeah, <laughs> and that just like that just like oddly fat face. He looked like a squirrel. Or like a chipmunk. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot all about that guy. So wow. his his record before that, what I mentioned, so his record up up until that point, it was 56 and 54. And then in four years of the Giants, he was 60 and 27. <laughs> yeah. That one year, what, 2003. Yep. He had a 773 winning percentage. Yeah. With a 2-3 ERA. And Lights he out. never had an ERA under 3-2 other than that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Garbage. Yep. And then the They're other one. The Cy Young. God damn. I know. There's another one. It's like, who? Who the fuck is Jason Schmidt? Um, I forgot about him. Yeah. And the other one, Edison Volquez. Nah. Oh, Edison yeah. Volquez. So he um, he did get suspended 50 games for testing positive for a male fertility drug that is uh, known to boost your testosterone levels after you cycle off of steroids. Tim, what do you think that was? Uh, it was a Mexican fertility drug. Yeah. Un cuando de luce. If I had to guess. Nice save. That was a fucking great save. Oh my That's good. 
Oh shit! I thought that was gonna just like settle into oblivion. And I was then like, why just did... came back and saved it? <laughs> um, oh, my yeah, God. but the, like that fertility thing—that's also what Manny got caught with. By the way, was uh, was that? But his his uh, his reasoning, his excuse was that he was trying to start a family, but he never asked for a prescription. <laughs> Dude, Edison Volkus. The only thing I remember about him is he had the worst fucking like stock pictures. His, like, he had this, like, just teethy stock pictures. Yeah, it just looked dumb. But, okay, so his numbers, though. His first three seasons of his career, he was 3-11 and with a 7.20 ERA. <coughs> Pretty shitty. Doesn't sound so like he's going to be a big out. leaguer. And then he signed with the Reds. He made uh, the team out of, out of uh, spring training. And then he made the All-Star team after going 7-1 and with a 1.33 ERA. <laughs> and he finished the season 17-6. and Um <laughs> Yeah, so the next three seasons, he went 13-12 and 12 with a 5.01 ERA. Then he failed the drug test, didn't play in the majors last year. But the good news is he's playing for the Rangers this year, and he has a 7.04 Ooh. ERA. So good Ooh, for him. Good for him. Yep. Glad to see he's back in the league, man. You know, yep. you hate to see guys like that being held down. Well, it's very and consistent you know because, you know, he had a 7.20 ERA with the Rangers the first three years, and now he has a 7.04 ERA with the Rangers this year. So, you know, it's you know full circle. I mean, you know what you're getting. He's a man of the people. Yep. He's, he, he, the people know what they want, and he's giving it to them. Yeah. Better make sure he score eight runs if he's going to be pitching. Good for Eddie V. You know what, man? Good for Eddie V. All right, Preble. Oh, boy. All right, so... Preble, you still awake over there? I certainly am. Just rip-roaring, having a good time, just waiting waiting with nervous energy about, to talk about my people. <laughs> um, so, I first, I just had to pick Roger Clemens because he's Rackets. a hilarious, hilarious individual. You know, just as around, what's it, uh, he was 32, 33 at the Red Sox, starting to slow down, you know. You know, Dan Duquette's saying, you know, that's it, he's on his last legs. And he said, I'll show you, shove as many needles in my ass as possible. <laughs> and golly, golly gee, the Toronto Blue Jays supplied him with a tremendous amount of needles. Now, we're talking about, we're talking about Skidmark from, uh, yes. from the bowling uh, yes. movie, from the legendary... Correct. Movie, yeah? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes, very true. The same one who then tried to pawn off all this HGH on his wife because she wants to get jacked. That's that's the that's yeah, the real yeah. reason. I swear to God, if the anyone old... says anything about Peyton Manning, uh, okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so basically, short and sweet, Roger Clemens. Uh, I also said Andy Pettit. I'm gonna ditto Tim's Tim's thing on that one, and we will swing right over to my last person who. Not only is you know an abuser of uh, uh, of of the steroids, but also is just a horrendous human being, John Rocker. Uh, yeah, John Rocker, who, the what's, real Kenny what's, Powers. What's, yes. a pro- what's a professional athletic career without objectifying some minorities on a subway? Am Dude. I right? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> getting I'm, batteries thrown at you. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, other than the fact, I, it's so funny. I thought he played for longer. He only played for five years. He played from ninety eight. Yeah, he's to a flash in the pan. Oh, dude, his career was a. Fuck it. it was a literal flash of the pan. He was implicated in the steroid ring. He admitted to using steroids, basically saying, yeah, of course I use steroids. I mean, who wasn't? Let's be honest. <laughs> he physically and verbally assaulted a minority on a MARTA train in Atlanta when he was like at the height of his popularity in Atlanta. And that... that Sean loved him. So you remember like how the Braves used to always be on TBS? Because yeah. it was Ted Turner. Ted Turner fucking owned the Braves. Yeah. But uh, he loved them because if you ever saw him warming up in the bullpen, he used to have the catcher throw the ball back at his chest. 
<laughs> to get amped up. <laughs> and then remember, like he he'd come out of the bullpen like a like a fucking greyhound coming out. <laughs> like he just sprinted. I mean, he got the crowd going. Yeah, it certainly would. I mean, you know. And then he opened his mouth. And he just said, yeah, and then he just said terrible, terrible things. He hasn't. He certainly hasn't stopped. So, uh, no. yes, so I picked John Rocker for multiple reasons, but that's that's just a good that's, one, just because he's so... That's one you can't leave out. No. You can't leave that guy out of a steroid lineup. No, it would only make sense great way to wrap it up, too. Yeah. I would like to say this mini-episode has turned into the longest episode that we've done <laughs> easily I know. Since, since our origins. We probably should have figured out that baseball wouldn't be a topic we wouldn't <laughs> want to talk about. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, yeah, yeah well, this will go over easy. So, I told Nikki that this is going to take 30 minutes. Oh, boy. (laughs) I I told Sarah the same thing. So, well, I just read over my list and it took me two minutes, so that'll probably come out to like five, so everybody will be 20, maybe round up to 30 minutes total. Two Two hours hours later. I I told Sarah, I was like, you know, I might come over tonight. Uh, I mean, I think it's going to take me like 30 minutes to get through this. (laughs) Nope. Um, By the way, uh, so another just thing with Clemens, too, probably. Mm Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. His his twenty strikeout game, his second twenty strikeout game with the Red Sox, is on YouTube. Do you, guys do yourself a favor, watch it, <laughs> especially in the beginning. So the watch it, watch it. But so it, it opens up with Terry Francona, who was a bench coach of the Tigers, talking about Clemens, which is pretty funny. But they're they're talking about they show his numbers. You know, Clemens he was like eight and twelve with like a four point three ERA, and and you know Remy's doing the game. And the announcer's just going on. They're like, yeah, hey, here's a guy. He's like Roger Clemens. You know, in his 13th season, you know, his best days are probably behind him. You know, he still has, you know, a little bit of a zip on that fastball, topping off around, you know, 92, 93. Like, he can get it up there every, every once in a while. If you watch that game, he was juicing then because he's throwing the ball like 98, 99 miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Oh, my God. And also, uh, Nomar was playing shortstop in that game. So it's a Bring fun- it back. So, yeah. it back. But that is a fun one th- to watch on YouTube. If you're gonna watch like an old game, it's just like Dude, holy shit. I mean, who doesn't want to watch some people that they'll never be go up there and do some things they'll never do? No. Like that's incredible. That's what I think about the steroid era. Is it was almost like watching real life superheroes. Yeah. Just obscene, absurd, and ridiculous things happening on a daily basis. And like Mark, I I'm convinced that in his entire career. Mark McGuire never took a full swing. <laughs> yeah, he had like, such an ugly ass swing. Oh my god! It, he essentially had Johnny Gomes swing, but was successful. Mm. Yeah, Johnny Gomes doesn't appreciate that. He's out there. He's out there hawking his wares on whatever TV station he can. That's going to give him enough drugs to get back. Bring on. Johnny Gomes back as a fucking Red Sox analyst. He was a lot of fun. Yeah, he was, he was pretty good. I liked him a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, is there anything else you guys want to cover? <laughs> Uh, we gotta get to the closers. I did mine. Oh, fuck! I thought we already did those. I did mine too. Yeah, we're done. Well, I didn't do mine. Did you do no. it? Just, just say yours, Paco. My closer is the legendary. I, I couldn't be happier to be. Yeah, the you throw them out there. Podcast, and uh, to close this thing out with the legendary <clears throat> Red Sox closer, Eric Gagne. Gagne. Yeah, he was great. He was great with the Sox. He was. I mean. He was a decent closer with the Dodgers. They set a couple <laughs> records, and they came over the Sox. Lights out. Was he a game changer? <laughs> so much of a game changer that they left him off the playoff roster. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it's it's really tough to pitch on the West Coast and then come to the East Coast. I mean, there's time differences. There's barometric pressure. Oh you know, there's gosh. all kinds of differences. God damn it. 
<laughs> okay. Right. This is this has been a real heater of an episode. Sorry. Right, so th- that's the end of our two-hour mini app. <laughs> or not so many apps. We're gonna be splintering this out throughout the summer, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna portion these things out and bring them to you as we see fit. By the time this thing's over, the baseball season will be done, and uh, we'll be crowned a new champion. So uh, hopefully, we'll find out what that is. All right, yeah, if you guys enjoyed watching or listening to this, who the fuck is listening at this point? Oh, here's the song again, Underwater. All right, and this is when the uh, the end credit song rolls over on top of this. (laughs) Battle of the Bands. Oh my god, this podcast sucked. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, this was the most entertaining podcast we've had in a while. But no one's, no one's gonna want to listen to this. No. I could send this to my dad, who is you the sure? biggest baseball fan on the planet. They'll be like, Derek, I got through the first 15 minutes, and I just couldn't do it. This is what happens when like, the well, idiot on sports radio who doesn't get in has their own fucking like, show. You know that, like, weird obsession that my dad has with Tim Begin? Like, he'll even be like, yeah, like, I couldn't even get to Tim's portion. <laughs> Tim's portion. <laughs> That's my favorite portion. And dude, Kevin, I, I will Kevin, say, you can do it. Pops, Pops has this weird obsession with Tim and with Bill. And I don't know, like, he's got a, Tim, what he has for you pales in comparison to what he has for Bill. Like... He all he's always talking. He's like, "What's what's Wild Bill Dooley up to?" I'm like, I don't know. He's like halfway across the fucking country, married to his wife that hates me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. You think she lets me talk to him? No. <laughs> Billy boy. Wow. I cannot believe this thing went over two hours. I oh, I'm, I'm. I can definitely believe it because when we started pulling up stats, it's like, oh. Yeah. Whoa, Nelly. Whoa, Nelly. Once Max taught us how to, how to categorize, <laughs> man, that was the end time. Was like, 